my great joy to introduce to you the three musketeers hailing from the land of remote work. We have Marissa, career coach and queen of all. We have Jeff, our sassy SEO shaman. And we have Diego, who has spent his 20s building a community of remote working lunatics. Sure, these folks are going to be the people that will get you beach commute ready. And they'll do it in the most exciting way possible. So, happy listening. Welcome, everybody, to the Digital Nomad Experts podcast brought to you by Beach Commute. Jeff and Marissa coming to you today. We're going to talk about five entry-level remote jobs that are currently available. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we've actually researched each one of these jobs. We found the total number of live job listings available that you can apply to today. We've got the qualifications that you need to do them. And hint, it's very, very, very little. They're Mm -hmm. entry-level. And we've got the average salary for each one of those. And we've also got individual, we cherry-picked a few jobs so we can read to you like who the brand is and what the specific requirements are that they've listed for that remote job. So you can get an idea of, oh, I would really like to work for this company, or maybe I should keep going down the list. So we'll go through each five. Marissa and I are going to talk through maybe a little bit of experience with hiring or people that we know that have done these jobs, and then we'll go from there. So Marissa, before we even start the list, how are you? What's Hi, going Jeff. on? <laughs> Hi. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> it's Monday morning for us. For, is it Monday? It's Monday. <laughs> like... It is Monday. Started at 5.30 in the morning. I'm a little bit <laughs> a little bit jacked on coffee, but <laughs> we'll get through it. Jeff is crazy. Uh, I don't know how he wakes up and works so early, but he's he's behind me in time zone, so we're we're working with our own our own hours here. <laughs> we are, we are. We got our own like peak product productivity hours, and none of, they never align. You and I never align. <laughs> That's true. Things. But we try to have a little bit of crossover. We do. Marissa, we've both got travel coming up. What's uh, on your schedule? Okay, so next for me, I actually just booked my flights, which I'm excited about. I'm heading to Mexico City, which, as you were listening, you probably know, I don't like cities. And I'm going there to to go an hour outside of Mexico City to this weird festival. (laughs) I don't even know how to describe it. I'll I'll have to do it justice when I come back. It's like a a moon festival. You drink only water and (laughs) for four days and eat only honey and it's like camping and it's all these women and Sarah I don't I I just I said yes a friend is going but I have some days booked on either side of Mexico City we've got like Jim and I think did you ever read Kevin on the podcast like they'll be there we've got some friends there so I'll hang and see the people I'm not you know the city will be fine it's more for the people and the experiences but that's my next activity and I'm super excited about it what is what's next for you Jeff (laughs) oh no 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 this is the first I've heard of this on this podcast and also that that is the most most Marissa thing I've ever heard (laughs) the moon festival I have done some some weird things in my travels as you know and probably many of our listeners too I I'm thinking this might be like the most out there thing I've done yet I'll let you know but like I think it's the the most interesting thing I'm going to have done and I've done a lot so we'll see we will have to update everybody (laughs) on how the moon festival goes with Marissa I I got it well I do but it's we got to get to we got to get to this stuff Uh, too much where are you going next and then we're going to get into our five entry-level jobs (laughs) yep I'll be heading to my hub mid-Sunday and then from there 
probably down to Mexico for the remainder of the year up until Christmas or so. So we'll probably end up crossing paths yes, in Mexico. I, I might even time. go to a beach, Puerto Escondido. I know. Yes, Jeff. Crazy. Yes, let's meet Jeff there. and Sand and hot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we may we, we just have opposite may, travel styles for everything. <laughs> we we really do, but if yeah, we may end up merging. I don't like the cold too much, so. Okay, I, we I agree there. That. So let's meet in Puerto Escondido <laughs> at the end of the year. Everything is solved. All right. <laughs> let's jump in, okay. Jeff. Kick us off with number one. What do we got? Five entry-level remote jobs. The first one we're going to go with is a virtual assistant. Yes. And we currently have 2,482 jobs listed on LinkedIn as a virtual assistant. The average salary... again. We're going to have to throw some caveats at this. The average yeah. salary here is going to vary on a job-to-job basis yeah. based on your location. I couldn't, I'm not going to be able to pull an average salary for the world. It just doesn't yeah. exist. So I pulled an average U.S. salary. Sorry, that's the best we can do for this podcast, but it'll give you an idea of what you can expect. Average U.S. salary for a virtual assistant is 24, about 24 bucks an hour, 24.10 an hour, according to yeah. Indeed.com. Marissa, what does a virtual assistant do? There's so much you can do. And the caveat is great. I can give a little bit of some global numbers because I've hired I've hired a lot of virtual assistants to work for me. And it can be anywhere. Like you said, if it's someone in the US, they might be doing a little bit higher level jobs of fluent English, can reach out, can communicate in terms of email outreach, phone calls for me, responding to emails, that sort of thing. And that is usually that $20 to $30 range if you're doing like we said, this is for entry-level jobs. So there are tons of different jobs that we're not talking about today. We're going to talk about hourly rates-ish in this episode for the most part, but certainly don't think that there aren't entry-level jobs that are, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, you know, K per year salaries. So again, these are just something that you could do almost zero training, jump into today to become a nomad. So that said, I would say for the U.S., $20 to $30. A lot of people will look at other countries. You've probably heard there's people in the Philippines, people in India, and those range 7 to $10 an hour sort of thing. So it really does, based on the, the economics and the you know kind of dollar that is going on in each of those countries. So it varies throughout the world for sure, but this $24 per hour average in the U.S. is a pretty accurate number, I would say. So yeah, I mentioned a couple of things that someone in the U.S. might be doing. I've had people in the Philippines, people from India do other work in terms of building out landing pages, websites, graphic design, doing, we have a virtual system that does podcast editing for us. People that do, yeah, put our podcast that you're listening here, put in the show notes. So depending on someone's, I guess, English proficiency, and sometimes people are looking for virtual assistants that speak two different languages because they need help. So really, this is a virtual assistant is a, a big, broad category, and there's so many things that you can do. So a virtual assistant I've hired to help post, you know, publish social media, work on Instagram, like here's my graphics, here's my text, make sure it all looks pretty and goes out, you know, it can be absolutely anything that someone just kind of tasks that someone needs help doing. So yeah, graphics, design, email, outreach, tons of different things. What do you think, Jeff? How have I explained this? Anything we're missing? Yeah, it's a lot of times it's for startups. And it's just it's plugging in the gaps. Like you're you're kind of just like a like a utility person plugging gaps where you just don't have time. When you're starting up a yeah. business, there's just like 
I don't have time to draft emails or I don't have yeah. time to, you know, update copy on the website or post to social media. It could, like you said, it could literally anything. be anything, anything, which is, which is really, really cool because the expectations are one, it is entry level. Like a lot of, a lot of times it's just not like, it's it's not a specialized type of thing. Yeah. So it gives you, which leads to point number two, it gives you a lot of experience across a ton of different stuff where you might encounter something that you want to specialize in. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've, we've hired people to do like just some very, very basic SEO work and like some, some marketing stuff, like going into WordPress and publishing blogs and things yeah. like that. And you may, and that's all stuff that you can learn in, a few hours really yeah and you may find that doing that kind of thing you're like wow i I've, i'm kind of good at this or i'm really yeah. i'm really interested in this i want to pursue it and then you can just start to specialize in that one particular area start making more money and yeah. then surprise most of the time it's a remote job anyways yeah so you kind of yeah yeah it's a good point too once you start to specialize then you can start to make you know maybe you're charging $40 an hour you're charging $150 an hour you know it's like you you're really and you're still hired by a company so it's not it doesn't have to just be freelance work like you can have a retain you know you're you're hired by a company to work 5 hours a week 20 hours a week 40 hours a week whatever that looks like for you and yeah you can start with like like Jeff said maybe you just start if you're saying I just simply want to travel I'm looking for income to do start doing this and then you're like oh I love to do the social media graphics or I love to do the WordPress blogs or whatever it is and then you become known for that and then because you're specialized you get to charge more and more as you go so yeah anything else here for the virtual assistant Jeff yeah we cherry-picked one job listing that we're Mm -hmm. we want to pull the we're actually going to send them out in the show notes so people can actually click on them and apply but we also wanted to for the purpose of giving you an idea of what these job listings will look like, I want to pick one out and just give you a clear example. So the first one is a brand called Persona. They are a recruitment agency. So they they say that they select and vet thousands of people from around the world using cutting edge recruitment techniques. So you would be helping them with that. And some of the responsibilities that they got listed are some of the things we just talked about drafting emails handling business communications scheduling and planning meetings and events some spreadsheet work reporting and analysis a little bit of creative work with writing and media and then some administrative tasks and stuff so again just like we said this job listing is all over the place you're doing graphic design you're scheduling stuff you're drafting emails there's some online research that's kind of all over the place and none of these things you're expected to be a perfect expert in the only ex- the only expectations they have are fluent in english you're able to commit long term and full time so you have to work full time no work experience at all is required it says right in the job listing <laughs> love uh, that no work experience is required i've this is the only time I've ever seen that is these <laughs> going through these jobs, which is super, super cool. And then it's for serious career oriented candidates. I think this is a perfect example of everything that we were just talking about. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. And again, we just want to show you that this is just one of Jeff said, like, you know, 2000, you know, jobs just like listed on LinkedIn, but just yeah. an example that it's like, yes, here is a real job. It really is entry level and you could do it today, even if you've never done this work before. Yeah. And it's, I didn't go through, this was on page one. You know? Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't like look for the perfect job listing for everybody. This yeah. is on page one. And this yeah. is the, this is just something I found interesting. You can find tons of these. Okay. Let's go on to number two is data entry. So data entry 
There are, there's a ton, 39,291 jobs currently listed globally that have been tagged as remote work. So they have no expectation that you'll ever go into the office. The average U.S. salary for this one is $17.51 per hour. Marissa, tell me a little bit more about a data entry type of job. Yeah, so again, this one is like almost no experience required it is similar i would almost say like a va could be hired to do data entry work this is almost just like a specific subset that someone is hiring for that but really like i feel like jeff you would have like loved something like this like back back in the day just because you love data so much (laughs) but it's really just taking it's like collecting it it could be any number of jobs i know this like feels really broad but taking data that somebody has putting it into different bases putting it into different systems organizing it if you think about today's world like we we used to have the opposite problem where like you had no data and we're just guessing at everything now it's like data is overwhelming for everything that we do and it's taking someone to say like how do you take the information we might have from one platform put it into a place where you can kind of collect it and the people at the company can then see what's going on, tell a story and form their business from there. So again, for this, it, it doesn't take any experience before someone will tell you, it might feel a little confusing when you start, you know, there might be a little bit of a, a lead time learning how to use whatever systems or platforms or software they're using. But again, you're not expected to know how to do that beforehand. Someone will say, train you and say, you know, here's what we're using. Here's how you access it. Here's what we want you to do with it. And then you put it all together for them. So yeah, this could definitely be considered virtual assistant type of work. But specifically, if that feels like the type of work that you are excited to do versus, you know, WordPress blogs or social media or graphics or editing, something like that. Like if, if you are seeing this and you're like, hey, you know, I can, I, I, I like to sit at a computer. I would rather do this on my own time and not talk to anybody. I just want to get in, do my job and go to the beach the rest of the day or go snowboarding or whatever you want to do, right? This would be a great job for that. Any thoughts? Yeah, it's something that we're, we're actually give you an exact example of it because it really is just a subset of what we just talked about. A virtual assistant can do these kind of things. Yeah. This one is probably just a little bit more, you'll be doing that mainly. And a yeah. good example of it is, we are starting a mezcal website and we've we when we start this thing there's, there's two other partners <laughs> two other partners <laughs> Me i'll tell and you, you about it <laughs> we are not i've got two other partners but the whole point of this thing was we spend like zero time on the brand and yep. just outsource it to all virtual assistants and data entry people and that's actually worked exactly that way we were able to start this startup and i've put in maybe four hours in in the last like six months, something like that. And most of it is due to a lot of this data entry. And an example of somebody that we would use for data entry is for Mezcal, there are thousands of brands. And in order to get information on thousands of brands, you have to research them online, find out things like what is their alcohol by volume content and like what brand, what type specific like origin of each one of these Mezcal brands is it? And it's just things that, you know, people that are doing startup startups just don't have the time to do and they need to get somebody to help them do it. So in this example, somebody's going to get hired. You may not you may never even have to talk to the the, you know, the people that are actually running the company. You just yeah. do your work and they leave you alone and you just, you know. <laughs> gather data yeah so for that the data entry for you guys would be have an excel sheet research yep. 
the mezcal brands talk about maybe like the price, I don't know, ingredients, percentage, like mm-hmm. you're literally putting in that data into a spreadsheet so these guys can make a, a business out of it. So yeah, that's yep. a great example. And I've done some no similar stuff with technically a VA, but it was sort of data entry where um, I was doing speaking gigs, career coaching for college students in the US, specifically for like sororities and fraternities and business fraternities, things like that. And like you said, I didn't have the time or want to research and put together, you know, their email addresses, where they are, what school, all the list of them. So I hired someone to put together a spreadsheet and enter that into something that I could use and, and send out emails in that way. So yeah, two examples from Jeff and I specifically, and there are apparently 39,000 out there if this sounds appealing to you. One specific example, Qualtech is the name of the brand. They're, again, another recruiting company, similar to the last one we just talked about. And the person that they're looking for, they need them to, just like we talked about, collect and enter data into an applicant database, which I'm sure they would show you how to use, compile, sort, and file data activities, communicate with staff. These are all things that anybody could do. Required skills, manage amounts, significant amounts of data, be able to multitask. This is all just generic stuff that yeah. like <laughs> basically means you're a human being and you have a functioning <laughs> brain. You're fine. Ability to track and report data accurately and timely. This is all like super basic stuff. Perfect. All right, Jeff, let's cool. hop to number three. What do we got? Number three is a typist. And the typist, there are 6,369 jobs currently listed globally as remote, first remote only. Average salary in the U.S. is $18.83 per hour. Actually, Marissa, I didn't really know what, I mean, (laughs) you can kind of guess what a typist is, but I didn't realize that that was even a thing that people are hiring for until I read our 91 jobs that, that you and Diego put together. Tell me tell me a little bit more about why we would still use typists. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I do think this one will be replaced in the near-ish future because there's so much AI that can do this for you. But even imagine, you know, there's people who are producing podcasts like we are who want all of their, what do you call it? Like this all transcribed into, yeah, yeah think about it almost like transcription or something like that. So there's, there's lots of different reasons someone might do this. I do think it's going to become less relevant because now you can take our podcast episode, put it into a website and it, you know, pops out most of the text for you, but a lot of people still want it done exactly. Or it might be like you're transcribing, um, like subtitles or a book into, you know, something, you know, who knows there's, there's lots of different ways, but I love the requirements for, we'll talk about the the job you have posted, but it just says like, you love to type. (laughs) So anyway, this, this, again, we're, we're sharing some entry level jobs. This is, these were taken from our 91 jobs and we have lots like, you know, more advanced jobs as well listed on there. So if you're interested, we'll, we'll show us at the end again, but beachcommute.com slash 91 is our list of 91 remote jobs that people in our community are actually doing. So again, this may not be what you want to do forever, but if you're like, I just want a job today, this is what this podcast is about, right? Like something I can do tomorrow that I can get out, start traveling the world, make an income while I'm doing it. If you're a great typer, again, no other skills, but you love to type and transcribe and like this, this might be for you. Yeah, exactly. This might not be your next 30 year career path, but it's this is, again, like everything that we're talking about is like, get your first foot out the door 
and become a remote worker and start traveling yeah. the world. And any yeah. one of these jobs will let you do that, really. Yeah. Like, and that's the whole point. And this 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 typist thing, like you said, sure, like this not there's a lot of technology out there that can start doing that for you. Like we can plug in this podcast and and it'll be able to transcribe it. But I've used that technology before, and it's, it's like ninety yeah. percent of the way there. And yeah. it, there's a chance that you may end up using that technology, and then correcting it if you've exactly. got a company that really really needs that fix or if they need it done at volume yeah. yeah also some companies just want a person doing that kind of stuff yeah. so with that let's talk about the specific listing that we've got here the brand is called ascend they are an australian company they're family-owned business serving the business community in australia for 20 years they service legal corporate they're oh i have to say this they're based in the sutherland shire <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> I didn't know. A Shire company, which is great. They service legal, corporate, academic, research, clientele, strong focus in medico, medical legal, I guess. You were excited about the requirements. I'll let you take this one. Yeah, I just, I just saw the one. It's like, you love to type with an exclamation point. I love that. But it says, yeah, strong background in legal typing and editing. Again, if you don't have that. these are Jeff and I have talked a lot about job requirements where it's like, you must have medical legal typing. And if you're an amazing typer, like, and you apply, like, you can get the job. So anyway, that's for this particular one. But it says you love to type. You're a perfectionist when it comes to kind of like quality control and looking at what you're doing. So if you're not one for details, this might not be for you. But if you're one who like gets in, does it right, wants to do a good job. Yeah, it's, it's like pretty flexible timelines. And there's like for this particular job, it has <laughs> it says, like two screen monitors. Like... <laughs> That's one of the job requirements. You probably don't have to, or it's very easy to get a little separate screen to attach even to your laptop. But typing speed of 75 plus words per minute. Jeff is showing me, it says an infinity foot pedal. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I actually don't know. This one's interesting, but I love the specific jobs. And as we've said a zillion times, if you meet, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60% of the job, then, you know, apply to it. And for this particular one, it's asking only for a minimum of 18 hours per week. So it looks like there's opportunity for more. But even if you're just, you have a job that is in person and you want to start doing some part-time stuff to see if you like it, see if you can do it, and then transition into more hours and more remote work, this would be a cool one just to, to do a little side hustle. Yeah. And again, just to reiterate, when we create these job listings, like I'm creating, you're just creating the perfect candidate. Like it's a build a bear. If you're, if you're familiar with build a bear in the United States, you build your perfect stuffed animal exactly the way you want it. That's what you're doing. You don't need to have, you don't need an infinity foot pedal, which I'll look up (laughs) when you're talking next. I'll figure out what it is. I I have to know what an infinity foot pedal is. Okay, cool. So that is a typist. Let's go to our fourth one. What do we got? And that is actually, I stumbled on this one. As I was looking through our list of 91 jobs, I was looking at something else, and this one was listed more often. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to roll with this. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. It's an accounts receivable specialist, which when I first read that, I thought accounts receivable seems like a very specialized skill set where somebody would have to, I don't know, maybe get like training or degree or certificate or something. Apparently not. Apparently this is something that you can just get in and start learning right away. In LinkedIn, you've got 4,439 jobs currently listed. The average U.S. salary for this role would be $19.51 per hour. 
per hour. Tell me, what is? do you have any experience with this? I do not. <laughs> I can I talk a little bit about it. I know when I first see the title of it, it almost sounds like you would need to be like an accountant or yeah, like have a degree, have a lot of experience. But I, an accounts receivable specialist, I think if I could put it in different terminology, is basically there's tons of companies out there. If you think about big companies or just companies who are, are doing tons of invoicing, like need a lot of companies to be paying them for the work that they're doing, you have all that's what accounts receivable, right? Like money to be received by that company. And you need to make sure it gets paid and that it's easy for the companies to do, that they're following up. If someone's not paying, you're making sure clients are paying you. So that's why, like, again, it seems sort of specialized. Like you would need some work, but think about like, if, if you hired me to do that, let's say you had a bunch of clients for SEO work and you're like, Marissa, I, I can't keep track. I don't know who's paying me. I don't know who's paid. Are they paying on time? This company hasn't paid me for the last nine months, like, you know, help. So basically it's someone who can be organized to like keep track of all the different clients, make sure all the money is coming in correctly, maybe put some systems into place to make it easier for people to get paid, to pay on time, to not be delinquents. You know, I think about even maybe someone who owns real estate and is having, you know, money that you have, what do you call it? Like people who are, who are, who are your, uh, I can't think of the word. My mind, this is this is my morning time. It's not working well. But if you have tenants, that's the word I'm looking for. Tenants, you know, to pay for all your properties. Like you want to make sure that they're actually paying you rent, paying on time. So you might have someone working on your team to help with that. So anyway, yeah, there's tons of different jobs, you know, software companies or consulting companies who are doing work. So yeah, you would just be the person who makes sure that, yeah, the company is getting paid and making it easy for those clients to do so. I immediately started thinking in the same lines of like, a, a CPA uh, accountant yeah. type of yeah. thing, but it's, it, it's definitely not that it's actually, it sounds more like another subset of a virtual assistant mm-hmm. basically yep. is yeah. You just organization, making sure people get paid that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally doable. All right. Let's, let's talk about this specific job that's being listed right now. It's ensemble health partners. They are a technology-enabled revenue cycle management solution. I have no idea what that means. That's very <laughs> that is a that's, mouthful. I don't know how much jargon you can get into. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the okay, most. so they work with hospitals and affiliated <laughs> physician groups. Okay, so what you need to know is what you would, what you need. Your responsibility. This is probably my favorite one so far. Minimum years and type of experience is high school diploma. Period. <laughs> That's it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The other things that are nice to have, I just copy and paste here, are demonstrate basic computer knowledge and be able to use Microsoft Excel. You have to be able to type 35 words per minute. I don't know if I've ever, I don't think Is I've tested test? my typing thing since maybe high school, but I'm pretty sure I did it, was, it sometime recently. Slow, isn't it? I th- it, yeah, I can't remember yeah. what mine was. It might have been like 70 to 100, like, yeah, almost double that. So. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Okay. Well, wow. You're pretty, pretty I'm good. I'm a good typer okay. though. You, you never yeah. knew. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Probably Learn depends on your, t- your time of day though. <laughs> That's true. Morning, I will be half the pace. <laughs> yeah. Excellent verbal skills, problem skills, solving skills, all basic stuff here. This yeah. is one that you can jump right into. Yes. No experience required. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Last one. And Marissa, you've already given our community a preview into this one because there's yes. a current job open for Diego's Wi-Fi tribe. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, definitely. So if you're on our email list, you would have received this wonderful special job opportunity. So if you're not, 
check out beachcommute.com slash email and you can join our list. We send out remote jobs, different opportunities, usually weekly, but pretty often. So if you haven't already done so, definitely join. We send info about our podcast and other stuff, but we send a really special job posting out for what's called a Wi-Fi Tribe chapter host. So um, Diego, who has actually not, we, we're in different time zones right now as Diego, so you haven't heard him as much on the podcast lately. We're going to get him hopefully next week, but he is also the co-founder of Wi-Fi Tribe, which is, you've probably also heard Jeff and I talk a lot about, it's it's the friends we've made, the company that we traveled with when we first started traveling, and they're looking for a host. So basically Wi-Fi Tribe has, think about it, a month at a time, they'll have a group of 20, you know, 10 to 20 nomads who will land in one specific country to live for that month. And it's, you know, maybe three to four chapters going on in any given month. And there's a different one almost every month. This is, it's always a little bit hard to explain, but yeah, just think about groups of, of, yeah. Okay. Nomads going to live together. And one of the jobs that they need is what's called a chapter host. So somebody who, so let's say Jeff and I and 20 of our nomad friends land in Oman, let's say for, for the month, they want a host who's on the ground, who's already set up, you know, gone to set up the apartments, make sure it has Wi-Fi, make sure people are getting along, having a good time, just sort of making sure everything runs smoothly with all of the wonderful nomads. And you really get to be part of the community too. Like we have our, you know, chapter hosts has, have become our good friends. They travel with us. So yeah, it's, it's a little bit different because it's not, it's not quite as flexible as being a pure digital nomad. You don't have to do it every single month. So you might do five or six chapters a year if you want. And so for those particular months, you go to this set location, you make sure everything's set up. And really, I would say, what makes a chapter host really special and really good. And this is why you don't necessarily need prior experience doing that. It's really the type of person that you are. And it's someone who is good at, you know, reading people, understanding people's emotions, like being able to talk to people, solve problems, help help people get along, I would say is, is really the gist of it. I don't know if you have anything to add to it, but it's a really cool opportunity. They pay you to be there. Your housing is then also paid for. So you get to go travel and you also have some spare time while you're there to work on other jobs or you could be a virtual assistant while you do that, making money on top of that or starting your own kind of company or side hustle or project. But that's, yeah, that's the gist of it. What did I miss? Fill in the blanks of, of what I didn't explain. Oh, let me just give you some examples of where you would go. Like right yeah. now, currently running, we've got chapter hosts running in Bali, in Oaxaca, Mexico, in Sevilla, Spain, and upcoming, we've got another one in Tanzania, Kilimanjaro, and then October through November, there's four running, one in Sevilla, one in Playa del Carmen, one in Buenos Aires, and another one in Mauritius, which you did mm-hmm. this year. And then the end of the year, there's a, a big one, so you'd be able to do one of Puerto Escondido in Mexico, Puerto Viejo, Costa Rica, South Africa, Cape Town, India, Argentina, or Dahab, Egypt. So that's, it's a pretty cool lifestyle. Yeah. You would go all over the world working with really cool people. And like Marissa said, met a lot of chapter hosts that were plenty of time to do some stuff on the side to work on a, a different project just, or just a transition in life. Met some people that were doing that and are mm-hmm. people that are doing virtual assistant type of stuff that we were just talking about. Yeah. Pretty cool opportunity. Yeah. Love it. Cool. We will send out the details of each one of these different types of jobs, all the information we just talked about, and I'll send out the actual job listing that we cherry picked 
to to our email list. So if you are not subscribed to our email list, make sure you do so. Beachcommute.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Is there anything that I'm... Oh, yeah. And Beachcommute.com you... slash email. We'll get you to sign up for that list. Slash email. And then if you want to check out the full list of 91 jobs, that's, again, beachcommute.com backslash 91. Yeah, that's perfect. So again, just as a reminder, if you're new to the podcast, you're just listening to this, I don't want you to think that the only travel jobs you can do are entry-level hourly jobs, but that you know, there's there's tons of advanced jobs. Jeff worked as a CMO forever. Like you can work your way all the way up while finding awesome remote job opportunities that you can do while traveling the world. But this is just specifically to say, if you are wanting to get an entry-level job, if you don't have other experience or you don't like what you're doing and you want to switch and just start traveling ASAP, these are some entry-level jobs you can start right away to start traveling and then keep working your way up if you want. Yep. And there are like a dozen different categories of stuff. So new feature in Spotify, I will send out a poll. Let me know. You just push yes or no if you want more of these types of podcasts and if it goes really well we can we can start to branch out into other categories of stuff like marketing or yeah sub even subsets of that so let us know perfect all right thanks everyone thanks for listening. we'll see you next week bye-bye